0: Hi, Maywood. Jesus has called us to help others take hold a new life with Him. He's given us the gifts to do it. I'm Coach Jake, and the Maywood Listen podcast is all about equipping you to carry out that mission. Hi, Donna. How are you doing today? Good morning, Jake. I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing really good. Well, I'm I'm here with Donna Mills, and Donna Mm -hmm. is currently leading what's called Hand Up Ministry at Maywood. Used to be our benevolence ministry is what we used to call it. Um, So Donna, tell us just what is hand up ministry? What do you guys do?
1: Um, Well, hand up is, is I hope exactly what it sounds like. It's to give assistance and aid to people who have um, come to a place where they need just a little bit of help to get things going, keep things going. Like, you know, sometimes you'll get sick or you won't be able to, you know, your food stamps have run out or, you know, you just need a little bit of help with a utility bill or or you know, somebody is really, really ill and so it's it's just to come alongside um our our brothers and sisters in the Lord and help um soften the blows that life can deliver to us.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so tell me a little bit, how did you get involved in leading this ministry? How did that come about?
1: Well, I, I, through several series of events, I got to uh, get an education in my 50s. I got to get my degree as a social worker, and um, I wanted to use that even past when I had retired and so I had this vision of you know helping people and being able to reach out to people and really bringing the Lord into it but even it with Catholic Charities and with Salvation Army because they accept grants I wasn't able to bring my faith to it very often if somebody asked I could talk about it but very um, few people asked and very few people gave an indication that they wanted to pray and so I was hoping that I could do something similar, only with the Lord right in the middle of it. And so um, I ask you if we, if you, if the church had a resource list, because I thought one of the things I might be able to do was provide a detailed resource list that would be very, very helpful. And so when I approached you with this, you just said, "Well, we need to talk." And so yeah. we both got together and talked. To how we both had this vision of what the church could do and how it could come along and and be with people while they were in these hard places and, and how we might be able to help them. And so our first goal was um, not to duplicate anybody else's ministry. And so with the help of many people, we put together a resource book of everything that's available locally and then when people would call in, I, I had the availability on Monday afternoons to meet with them and talk to them and, and figure out a plan of how they could go to the different agencies that had the money that could take care of this, um, their needs. And so that was, I thought, very successful because there were many times when I thought, oh, I don't know what to do about this and then 5 minutes later the lord's got it covered and it's just amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. To watch that happen. No, it for sure. So cool. Tell us cuz we'll get yeah. to a lot of stuff that's been happening during the coronavirus shutdown, but tell us even about those cuz this, you know, you've been leading this for more than a year now. Tell us tell us, yeah. you know, any of those stories that pop out uh, on your mind of, you know, someone calling the church office or stopping by on a Monday and then god opening a door for them.
1: One of the things that um, amazed me was that um, a gentleman came in and he needed help finding Christmas presents for five children um, that he had just become aware of. And this was December. Everybody puts their list together starting in October. And so we had even angels on our angel tree that hadn't been adopted so i didn't know where to go with this and i was like oh my goodness well we prayed about it and um he hadn't been gone i don't think 10 minutes when a gentleman came in from ruby's diner and said we need to adopt a family and we've got a thousand dollars and we need to do this and we're just slow about getting it done and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i know just who to call <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we hooked them up. Yeah, it was, it was, it seems like a small, small thing, but, you know, for those families and for that gentleman, it was important. And uh, I was, I was just amazed that God took care of it so quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's an awesome another... e- example of even the timing was good and God's, you know, you guys prayed oh. together and then that man got to see, oh, someone at Maywood met that need. I mean, it, it actually it was even better because of the way the timing worked out. So that's awesome.
1: It it was. And um, later on in the spring, um, a lady called and she needed groceries. Um, And she had seen all the different websites for churches. And she called us as one of them. And um, Melissa called me and gave me her number and I called her and, and uh she and um the two people that she was living with needed food, and they were ill, and they couldn't get out and so um I was able to take them food and we were i think the only church that responded to her email, so mm-hmm. she told me that she had listening to the podcast um and so it was it was a really nice um chance to to reach out and touch someone that we didn't know before.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, and, and the idea back before Corona, with the goal we were trying to build towards, what did you want as far as a team of folks? Because obviously you don't want it to just be be yourself. So what were you hoping to build um, back before the shutdown?
1: Well, when we first started talking about it, um, I prayed about you know leading this because that's rather daunting. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: But um, I prayed about it, and the Lord showed me that everything I needed, everything, every person that I would need would be in place. And so for the first year, it didn't seem like that was happening.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and <clears throat> both you and I were concerned. <laughs> and uh, but But, you know, the people that I needed – to be where they needed to be were there. The people that helped me yeah. put together the book, the, the couple that encouraged me by helping me um, refine the, the resource book, um, friends who had confidence in me and brought people to me to, you know, get something fixed or taken care of. And, you know, there, there were several, several things that, are just too personal to go into but um it, it's been it's been amazing how god has grown my faith through this because um, you think i just don't know how this is going to work and then yeah. he shows you a way to get it's it's really really exciting <laughs> well
0: and there's been a lot of brainstorming with donna and i both of meeting and praying and trying to figure out what's uh what's the vision of of this group going to be and what could it look like um, but, but I've also seen Donna grow through all these different stages that she's been at and I've seen God get her ready for this season that we're currently in where she got to meet a whole bunch of people at Maywood, got to kind of grow as a delegator and as somebody who networks with many different people uh, and even grow just in, in knowing some of the unique resources that Maywood as a family has and some of the unique needs we have. So, I think I could see now that God was prepping Donna for what we're currently in, which uh, you know, the Hand Up Ministry uh, and the Benevolence Ministry were both working kind of in tandem, like our old system and the new system, up until the coronavirus. And once we had that happen, uh, tell us a little bit about how things have changed now and, and kind of the, the new stuff that you're doing.
1: It seems like it was just like a week before the coronavirus, virus hit that you and I looked at each other and said, I don't know what God's doing with this.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And and we both shook our heads and it's like, okay, well, he promised and so. We're just going to lean on that and keep going. And Yeah. um, So the virus hit and everything kind of like was like, nobody knew what was going to happen and we received a huge donation and a grant and allowed us to reach in and do more um, personally rather than just send people out, which was fabulous because all of the places I had been sending people were closed. And so the people, you know, the food banks that I would send people to were down. And so I did some grocery shopping for people and, you know, people were scared to get out. And so Again, I did grocery shopping for people, and then I found a couple, just about the time it was getting to be too much grocery shopping, then um, I found uh, Tracy Johnson, and she's helped me grocery shop, and um, we've had some wonderful, wonderful opportunities to go into the recovery houses, and the studies that have taken place in the recovery houses, we've been able to see the need there. And we've been able to provide um, hygiene kits for the new people and make sure that the people who are living there are um, taken care of with basic necessities. And through the um, Bible study, we, we're calling them shepherds, um, we're able to take care of, of more basic needs for the people who participate in the Bible studies. and. I don't see it as paying people to be with Jesus, but to reward the people who make that choice to, to follow him even deeper.
0: Yeah. Well, tell me, tell me more about this shepherd thing. Cause that's probably a new idea. I don't think we've talked about it like with Maywood as a whole yet. It's just gotten started. So tell us, what does, what does that mean for someone to be a shepherd of a recovery house?
1: Well, um, we have two ladies that have adopted a a recovery house and they go in every Saturday and have a Bible study with the ladies and they encourage them to bring a Bible study. And so um, as they get to know these ladies and and encourage them to, to grow, to study, to teach, um, that gets their relationship going, which is part of the whole thing we wanted with a hand up ministry was to create relationships in the community um, alongside the church and for Jesus and to bring those people to a place where they can fellowship with other Christians and, and get to know Christ in a deeper way.
0: Yeah. I I love the model Donna and I have been talking about, you know, when you help people uh, when you're giving resources to folks to help them, sometimes there can be some negatives. There could be some shame or some taking advantage or, or different things can happen. But when there's a real relationship that is either equal to or greater than the gift that you're giving it is much healthier. And so with these recovery houses, there's this awesome opportunity when we have Maywood folks willing to really invest relationally and to invest spiritually to then for Donna to come alongside and help them have a financial blessing as well. And so some amazing things that, that those two shepherds have been able to do at the recovery house And Donna's been able to really infuse it and empower it and then Donna even has gotten involved with those ladies and some of the different stuff that they've been helping with Donna's built some relationships I don't know if you want to talk about those details or not
1: it's it's fun because um, we talked about and and some of the men have been going into the men's recovery houses and and um, so it's not just the ladies but um, there's some men too and um, it's, it's been really fun because we talked about um, rewards and being able to help with some of the needs. When you come to a recovery house, you may not be familiar with all of it, but you don't come with very much. Um, your life has been in a place where you need to turn it around and, and things have fallen apart and you're just left with not, not very much. So they need clothes and they need hygiene items and they need cooking utensils and they need food. And so um, bringing some of that to them and helping them um, have better clothing for a job or, or you know, just just helping them feel more human again and, and helping them t- complete the turn that they're doing in their lives Um to be with Jesus and to walk with Jesus and to, to get on a a more secure footing um, helps, helps them and um, forms the relationships of friendships with the, with the ladies that are with them. And so I got to go shopping with, with them and um, for some clothes and we had such a good time and we had lunch and, and so I've, I've gotten to see them at a couple of the church services and it's just, it's so fun to, to yeah. get to see
0: the growth that it is fun no that is awesome and uh i heard from one of those shepherds that you're talking about that she had a commitment with her family and so she had to leave fairly quickly after the shopping uh but that you just extended the time with these ladies uh and, and you had a lunch and these different things so it's really awesome to see that like i, I love that our our generosity is not just financial at this point that it's relational to you, and it's building trying to build people towards being healthy kind of at every level, spiritually and physically uh, and emotionally. So doing some awesome things, Donna. Uh, if somebody hears what you're saying and they think like, that sounds like a cool ministry. I want to help some people out. Like what are the needs? Because I know there's different types of, of folks or different gifts, gifted people that you need. So what are some of the needs? Give us kind of your dream team or what you would want if someone's listening.
1: Um, <clears throat> if you have time, you are blessed. There are still more recovery houses that will allow us to come in and do Bible studies. And so, if you feel a call to that, um, you don't you don't have to be able to play tennis. You don't have to. You just explain the Word of God and have some time to be with these ladies um, or gentlemen, and um, just some time to invest in a in a relationship. So that you know, if they have a question, they've got somebody they can call and say, "I don't understand this." Or, you know, I'm having trouble. Um, you don't have to be a a counselor for AA or anything, but we just we just need more friends to come alongside these people. So if you feel called to that, um, please please give me a call. Um, the other thing I'm I'm looking for is people who have time to do grocery shopping in the daytime or to run errands in the daytime because um, I'm still working and so I don't have. All the
0: time I'd like <laughs> yeah well, and, 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 uh, and ideally you know we, we want to meet more needs and to be a good team together, so even though Donna's kind of r- doing a lot of pieces of the puzzle right now, I think it'd be great to have a team of several people around her uh, meeting these needs, so yeah, grocery shopping is a, is a great one of running errands for for different folks in our our community, so in our at Maywood so what what are some other like do you need? I know there's some back end like detailed stuff that does have to be done. You you do a good job tracking folks and how we've helped them and how we've can continue this to, to follow up. So do you need any help with like a detailed oriented person?
1: Um yeah, yes, if somebody wants to come along and put in um, more time than just like uh, an hour here or there for a Bible study, um and that feels like they could be really involved in this ministry, I would welcome that. Yeah. Um, we could, and, and um, I could train them in how I go about things and how I make decisions. Um, and then, um, of course, I would trust that God would lead you in your direction. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to follow me in my, that step. But, um, you know, and so then... Um, because there are times when I am out of town and out of reach and can't yeah. get something taken care of. It would be nice to have a couple of other people who could do what I do and yeah. um, make decisions and see the need and pray with people. And so um, if your heart's for that, um, that would that would be amazing
0: yeah well in every ministry at Maywood, it would be our dream as as coaches at least or as leaders and staff is that every leader would have an apprentice that every leader would say i'm put i'm helping someone else grow uh to, to be able to do the things that i do and and it's because there's lots of needs in our community and in our city and and like in this an example if you, if you apprentice with donna it's sh- at some point you could help carry some of the load at maywood or when she's out of town or something like that but but also maybe God would even use you at another church or another ministry. Um, There's, there's all sorts of options that could happen. And so the joy, I think you can hear probably coming through on this interview that Donna has as she's doing these things uh, like there's other folks with those same gifts that could also have that same joy leading a hand up ministry of their own or co-leading this one or leading underneath Donna, something like that. So, um, if they're interested, Donna, you said that they could call you. What is the phone number to reach you at?
1: I'm at 816-878-4647.
0: Okay. So you Again, guys are, if you
1: want,
0: yeah. 816-878-4647. That's awesome. Um, so it's one of the things that I love getting to do as a coach is people like Donna will come to me and they have a spark of, oh, this would be great or this could be good. And I love it when someone has uh, that drive to say like, and I want to get involved, you know? And so, um, you know, cause one of our vision passages in Ephesians, it talks about the role of a minister or of a leader of the church is to equip other people to use their gifts. And so I love getting to do that. And one of the most exciting times for me is when someone comes to me with, they know they've got a gift in an area, they've been serving people in, in that way but now they have a dream of an even bigger way. Something that's a God-sized dream, something that they probably couldn't pull off on their own steam, but they have a dream. And especially somebody like Donna that's that's already been proven herself, you know, uh, and being really responsible with the opportunities that she has had. Uh, she came to me with this dream uh, ministry, and so she's I've just been encouraging her in it, uh, but she's starting to build a little bit of momentum with it. So will you just start Astana with kind of what is the dream at this point that you want?
1: Um, I, um, when I was working in Leavenworth uh, for Catholic Charities as, as the um, emergency services person, I noticed that a lot of the people were coming in for food every day and um, when I was getting to talk to them about their living situation and how we could help and what needed to be done, um, they explained that they were staying at a campground that was not too far away and that the guy let them stay there for just little and nothing. um, And they could um, cook over an open fire and they had a tent set up that they could Stay in and and because it was a campground, um, the police didn't bother them and, and nobody gave them a hard time, and so they had a place to land while they gathered their resources and there, and could figure out what their next step was. And so when um, I drive underneath the bridge, <laughs> you're gonna have to edit this part. <laughs> yeah. Um, When I drive underneath the bridge at uh, 435 and um, 24 Highway and see all the people that are living under the bridge and then see the police come through every now and then and everything is scraped to the bottom and they're hauling it off and they're throwing it away, I really, really want a place like that in Independence where people can live and gather themselves together and have resources available to them Um, and so I was um, in a meditation um, with the flight training and God said you should look up what they're doing in California I said well I will I I know how to do research I'll do that in a little while and God said no you need to do that now so I looked and saw the um, what they're doing in California, they have got tiny homes um, on wheels. And so they park them in a church parking lot and um, they use the church as a community center and they have community meals there and they have worship services and they have counseling and they have laundry and they have shower facilities there and um, I thought, you know, this is something that we could do. So um, I started talking with different people, and it's just amazing how um, I was sharing this dream. And you walked back into the room and said, Oh, you need to talk with these um, four people that we swap pulpits with because we're yes. looking for an opportunity. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then I was sharing with somebody else and um, I was I was talking to actually Mike Hempel and he, he was excited about it because he's been looking for some kind of ministry with the homeless. And so the coronavirus hit and the kind of things just kind of fell apart and I thought, well, it's something we'll do later on. And then he was talking with a lady and she had many resources. And so out of the blue, he's excited about it again. And so he talks to me, and I start looking up resources that I've been looking at, and then we're talking to Scott Stoner, and he has amazing opportunities. Um, this gentleman has, gentleman has promised him tiny houses that he will deliver to us. So in working with Scott and, and trying to help get the shower trailer done, um, we came up, we've got um, several things that, are just seems to be coming together. And Lance Albaugh, again, stirred the pot, and he's all excited about what could be done. And so we're having our first meeting um, this Saturday to see about all the different resources that we all have found and the different dreams that we all have and see if they can fit together that we can figure out how God wants this to come together to work, because I really feel like it's going to do it. (laughs)
0: Well, and for folks that are listening, some of you I know are very practical people and you're thinking like, you hear this idea and you think like, oh, well, what about this or what about this or this could go wrong or this could go wrong. And the, the amazing thing is, is it is a God-sized dream. It's not something that Donna could pull off in a healthy way by herself. But Donna, as you were hearing her, she said something very quickly that was really important. So Donna, you were you were doing some meditation, you said. So you're sitting there trying to really focus on God and on not can you describe because some people might hear that and they don't know what that really is about? Can you describe what it what was it like for God to first lay this on your heart?
1: Um when I was um first started thinking about the campground, um when I we were at a place of, of meditation, and I think that to when he's scraping all this stuff out from under the bridge and these people losing everything that they had collected yeah and i thought we just we have to have that lord we just have to have that place that so they can be mm-hmm. safe and they can have a chance to sort themselves out and they can have a chance to to get to know you and and get some help um Getting things together to put their lives back together. And the full, um, challenge was to just sit with God for four hours and just concentrate on just being open and just kind of clearing your mind and just praising God and just being in his presence. Um, he brought that to mind. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so when when he said you know you should check out you know what they're doing in California I was like yeah I I'll do that I'll I'll check that out um and I and I really didn't want to just leave my four out you know I didn't want to yeah. quit yet yeah <laughs> so um but he but it just seemed like I should so I did and I just so when I was looking at what they're doing in California and how they structured this um, service for these homeless people. It just was so plain and so clear that we can start very small and we can build this. And, of course, there needs to be things in place that are beyond me to think about where they're coming from right now. But just like when I talked to Scott, he had the tiny homes. We don't have to build them. Yeah. Mike and I and, and we're talking about oh we could do we could redo trailers how could we do this how expensive is this going to be and um, my instant response was well God's in charge of the finances I don't know how we're going to pay yeah. <laughs> yeah and so um, you know and so the tiny homes seem like they're going to be provided without any cost to us they're even going to be delivered. And um, so we just have to find a place. So we're just all praying for a place that we can find where this needs to be.
0: So let me let me point out a few things that Donna is saying. I want to make sure you don't miss this. So so Donna was part of a leadership uh, training called flight training here at Maywood, and a piece of that was we taught these different spiritual disciplines like meditation, which is where you really focus on something like uh, you know the Bible or on something that God has done, and you really focus on it to try to. Fill up with God and then she also describes a time of solitude she spent four hours trying just to be alone Just her and God just to talk and during kind of those things combined to this this uh, This message from God to her about look at this thing that's doing her, you know, Donna's heart is already breaking Over seeing these people have everything they own get tore away But then God gives her this this spark of look at what's happening in this other place but then the amazing thing about listening to God and then following him is like Donna's saying, like the weight is not on Donna's shoulders to carry this all out or to fix all these problems. Donna's trying to just go step by step, being faithful to what Jesus has shown her. And Jesus is bringing other people onto the team. And, you know, the vision passages that Maywood, what it's all about, helping people find new life in Jesus and doing it together by using our gifts. So that's what Donna's doing. And so she's teaming up with other people. They're talking about it. I have a feeling they're going to need more people involved. You know, they're going to need somebody that has a great background with addiction and, and addiction recovery. And they're going to probably need a whole bunch of different pieces. And I have a feeling it'll be messy along the way, or maybe things will even change along the way. We don't know exactly what will happen. But I, I wanted to, to do the podcast today to bring you guys in on the ground floor to kind of see two things. One thing to see Donna and the hand up ministry and you see it. As it's been building for more than a year and getting stronger and stronger. And so it was ready to be used by God in this season. And you can jump into that right now. It's a very healthy, good ministry. And you can start today if you want to help. But I also wanted to just show you that like, you can have you can have dreams with Jesus too. And if you're listening to Jesus, you there's no limit in what Jesus can do with us as a team. So I, I wanted to give you a glimpse of kind of, of this thing that's not even started and we don't have any clue exactly where it's going. But I wanted to give you a glimpse of it to just inspire you that like Donna and me, Jake, like there's nothing, we're not special. Or, you know, we're not different than you are, whoever's listening. Like Jesus wants to get involved with each one of us and wants to work through us. And Jesus is the heavy lifter. You know, he's the one that does the, the amazing stuff. So um, Donna, if you have somebody somebody's listening to this uh you know what encouragement do you have for them with from your story to maybe where they're sitting wanting to do something what encouragement do you have
1: i would say don't be afraid to share with people your vision because you just never know who's got something to go with it or who's going to get excited about it and and confirm you know this is this is something that should be done. And, and this is the piece I have for you. Cause I was just talking to people that I was just, you know, it's like, Oh, look, this is what God is sharing with me. Um, I'm just real excited about it. I had no idea. And then they would look at me and go, Hey, this is, <laughs> this is something I've been thinking about. And it's yeah. like, Oh my God. So share with the people around you and you just never know how God's going to use those visions and you just never know who God's going to bring into your life to, to bring these things about. Um, And it's, it's just really exciting to watch God put pieces together. And, you know, one of the things that Jake taught me is you you can bring it back to a very small piece to start with. And it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't cost anything to get together and talk about this. It doesn't cost anything to plan. It doesn't cost anything to to, you know, start doing the investigations and the and the studies that you need to get things off the ground. And it's just a place to start that. You know, we get hung up on how much money is this gonna cost? We get hung up on where is this gonna be. We get hung up on who's gonna come along with me on this and and it's God's with you. He owns the cattle on the hill, and he can take care of everything. And he can bring yeah. people into your life that you had no idea you were going to be working with. And it's just—it's exciting to see that happen. So give yourself a chance, and and start talking about your dreams. That's what I would say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's great advice, Donna. And I I hope people take it to heart because God is just getting started. I feel it so strongly that like God has gifted Maywood people and God has dreams for us. Like God has dreams about what he wants to see us do. And if we will start listening and then have the faith to follow when he tells us something, like we're going to just be shocked at the miracles that God does. And so uh, I feel like you're a forerunner, Donna, Donna of what I hope we'll see many more of. And uh, if somebody's listening to this and they think, oh man, I have a ton of land and I want to give it away. Or maybe they think, "Oh, I I don't have a bunch of land, but I I want to get involved in some way. Uh, Can you give us that number one more time to call you?
1: Yes. It's 816-878-4647. And I agree with you. I, I agree with you. There are so many amazing people at Maywood. It's just, so fantastic to see the growth in all of these people who have been so faithful to God and obeying him and turning things around. And, you know, it's just, it just blows my mind to see the amazing people at Maywood and how fantastic I think this church is going to be. Well, it already is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Jesus is, uh, Jesus is so gracious and so powerful, so loving. It's just insane, like, the things that he wants to do with people like us, to be honest. Like, he just has these uh, gigantic missions. Um, so, uh, well, Donna, I've really enjoyed talking with you today, and I'm really excited for what the future holds. Um, you know, for those of you listening today, you might think, like, oh, yeah, we're going to see tiny houses in, like, a month or something. And, and the truth is, like, Donna and I, before the hand-up ministry ever got started, we met for months, and, and the reality is – and, and sometimes this stuff takes a long time to actually get to the pavement to actually get on the ground. But the, you know, have a conversation with Donna, talk with her about it. If you care about this stuff, if this has stirred you, um, cause there's some way that you could help. You could obviously pray for her, but I bet there's some way that you could get involved in something that she is doing. If you have a passion, uh, you know, Donna, any final thoughts you want to say to the people in Maywood?
1: I just want to say that, you know, it's like this this year I'm turning 70. So don't think, you know, age is a barrier to this. Um, if you're sitting there thinking, well, there's nothing I can do. I'm retired. I'm not, you know, really, you know, able to do a whole lot of stuff. But there we need prayer really bad. And we need um, people who are just excited and invested to keep us excited and invested. So yeah. don't let age be a barrier to Education be a barrier Just do what God asks you to
0: do Awesome That's super cool Well uh, Donna would you close us out in prayer And pray for the people of Maywood uh, That we would take hold of, of The things that God wants for us
1: Yes Good Jesus I thank you so much For this group of people That you have placed in this church I thank you for our leadership, Lord, and I ask that you continue to just bless them with wisdom and with strength and with courage. Lord, I thank you for all of the people that are willing to listen and willing to change and willing to go forth in your name. I thank you, Jesus, for your watch care and your inspiration. And, Lord, I thank you for your assistance and your wisdom and your grace as we just love each other and love you thank you father amen
0: amen donna thank you so much for joining us today
1: thank you